Did you put your name in the cup on the fire? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Welcome back to Small Constellation, your home of gaming entertainment. Uh, this is Peaches Brittany. Thanks for joining us yet again today. Um, and uh, I'm posing a question to everybody today. What do Paige Davis, Jamie Lee Curtis, Ty Pennington, and Lindsay Lohan have in common? Yeah, that's right. Trading places. I was just about Get to it? scream, move that bus. <laughs> I was just going to say 43, 42, <laughs> one of those. <laughs> so I've got all four of those people with me today. Um, and uh, we're going to we're going to trade places today. Um, I call dibs on Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> what you have a knife in your hands or something right if you're gonna chase around with a knife maybe don't <laughs> can i have Lindsay Lindsay lohan pre-drugs i don't think there was ever such a time <laughs> <laughs> oh god then you're approaching like something illegal well i guess that's probably also true <laughs> i mean we're all swapping anyway, right? That's the point of this exercise. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Nick, why don't you start us off? All right. What would happen if you swapped Dumbledore from the movies with Dumbledore from the books, other than the movie Dumbledore is now a lot more sober? <laughs> I mean Did you put your name in the cup on the fire? <laughs> oh gosh. We're gonna have to like post Was it you guys? Was video. it you guys who were talking about how um the second Dumbledore actor basically like bragged about having not read the books at all? I don't know if we talked about that, but that is common knowledge, yeah. I do feel like the first movie Dumbledore, um, I guess I could we could talk actual names. I'm not really, I don't remember what his name was. But anyways. I'm on it. Okay. Um, I, he sounded like he was about to die in those movies. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, that's one one big change that I envision is like, what's well, like when I first heard that dude speak, like even as a, I mean, I was pretty young when the first movie came out. I feel like, like I heard Dumbledore and I was like, gee, I kind of pictured him less like about to die. Maybe. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's yeah, one change. So, so Dumbledore one was played by Richard Harris and yeah, his Dumbledore was a lot more, well, I guess to be fair, the the Dumbledore in books like one through four, I want to say, are I mean, a lot more subdued. It. Yeah, he he nailed that version of Dumbledore, but I don't see him 
like I couldn't see him fighting Voldemort in the Ministry like that. Right. That, that's kind that's of, true. That's where my where it ends for me. So maybe Why they planned it all along. Yeah, I even though yeah, even though he you know he loses points for not reading the source material, I liked Michael Gambon's portrayal. He he kind of went with the the typical old like mad genius mentor who knows more than he lets on, but is also a flawed character. I, it does kind of match later in the series. Like he is a much more action oriented Dumbledore. Uh-huh. Like if you were to swap them wouldn't it be a whole lot different other than the movie Dumbledore would now be a little bit more conniving because hmm. book Dumbledore was all about like yep Harry's my sacrificial pawn <laughs> which people give him a lot of crap for but I'm like he he ha- he had no choice like yeah like he's literally playing 4D chess with everyone and how do you tell an eleven-year-old child like, "Hey, someday you're gonna have to die"? Like, I'm, I'm so yeah. sorry. I would probably agree with that. Like in the book, it's I like just the the way I envisioned him from certainly like the later parts of the books. Like he just seems so much more like jaded and kind of beat down than he was ever really depicted in the films, from my knowledge. But they, I mean, really, it was that was one of the characters I felt like they did a pretty good job of translating myself between the two different forms so so i'll pose the next question um let's stay in the same universe um same realm what if they swapped the um movie and um book uh character of peeves oh oh wait oh <laughs> gosh oh, sorry <laughs> wow <laughs> hashtag still salty are you say are you still bitter about that <laughs> I mean, though to be fair, they did film Peeves for the first one. His scenes just got cut, which is an okay cut. Like he's not at all important to anything. Yeah, his his finest hour is in the is in the the last book when the he leads the ghosts against the dement or the Death Eaters. Tyler, you said you had some ideas too, right? Yeah, I'd be happy to pose a question. Hit us with one. Sure. Um. So. I, this this may be one that I, I don't know if anybody else has seen this. I know Evan has, so he might be able to weigh on this. But what if you were to replace the game version of the Prince of Persia with the film version of Prince of Persia? Like, like don't get me wrong. I like Jake Gyllenhaal, Ooh. but I'm not convinced that maybe he was he was the best the best possible option to per- portray the prince in live action. So. I, I I don't know. I just I feel like I, like he did he did okay with the humor, but that's probably the big thing. Like I feel like just kind of that like the roguish charm that the video game character had. Like there's something that's so innate to the voice actor from the game for that that I would be really interested to see if they could somehow just like yank him directly out of the game and if they put him in the movie, how that would have changed the dynamic a little bit. But hmm. so I haven't seen the movie. Uh I just bad. imagine it like a slightly higher production of the mummy. <laughs> uh, that's actually that's that's that, not that's, bad. That's pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. The the 
so the one thing about the video game, the different, the, the I think the big difference between the video game and the movie is obviously the movie is gonna is more dramatic. It's got, I mean, obviously it's gonna have to be, but the video game has a lot more. Like, so the correct me if I'm wrong, but the the video game actually has like evil sand creatures, and you're indoors a lot. You're like, yeah, you know, they actually use the sands a lot more, obviously, in the in the mo- in I'm sorry, they use the sands and like your sand dagger or whatever, your time dagger, mm-hmm. like a lot more in the, the game than in the movie. Ooh, that's um, a good point. Yeah, I hadn't even considered that well, angle. Because they had it, it's time travel, so you have to kind of, you know, cap that plot hole because otherwise you're well, right. fix a lot of shit with a movie in a movie. But I mean to to not really use it as much, like you know, they don't have nearly as much sand. It and like they can only use it like once or twice. And then they stick the dagger in the hourglass and use it then. So I right. mean the main the main overarching like plot points are the same between the book and the movie, but I'm sorry, the movie and the video game. Mm-hmm. But the the how they get there is is quite different. Yeah. Um, and like you said, it's kind of I I think they do. If I remember right from the movie, they do show one point like I, I can't remember if he like misses a jump or something and like rewinds like time. But that's I mean you're just doing that like all the time in the game. So yeah, it's true. It's kind of like if you were to just yes. do a direct like pull one out like pull if it were the basically if it were the game universe Prince of Persia, he'd just be like. You know, he if, if he didn't look like he was at maximum swagger the whole time, he'd just be rewinding and redoing that shit constantly. <laughs> so. Right. <laughs> uh, well, just just to compare you, um, just to compare the prince from the first game to the movie, since that's kind of that's where the direct parallel is. Like right. the video, the game version of the prince, he's. I think by the end of the game, he still isn't very humble like how he ends up in the movie um that's kind of an that's that's kind of his arc over the whole three games like the second one he gets really angsty and then the third (laughs) one he realizes oh i've been a giant jackass about this time travel shit and you know it's costing me my father and all these other people are dead so the the movie definitely like speeds up his plot development a little bit which i understand because they probably we're like, yeah, hey, we're only gonna do one movie of these, so he's got to have some kind of emotional arc, right? And I mean, like you said, if they did, if they directly pulled him from like the second game or the third game, I feel like they would have had to like bring in Tobey Maguire and put him in a black suit and had him start dancing again <laughs> for all the angst that would be on display. <laughs> oh, God, like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he even has that haircut into like I, the cover right. art is the prince with the bangs in front of his face. I'm just like, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. He just he became such an ed. Like th- those games are just like you could like cut yourself on those games. Like I remember even as a teenager, I was like, damn, this is edgy. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh gosh. Yeah. Though I will say the movie version, I. I think he's he's probably a little bit more of a creative problem solver than the video game version, but that's also, you know, 
based on the limitations of video games in the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, but some of the ways they solve, like he gets around obstacles in the in the film, is a lot is is very entertaining. Yeah, decidedly less block pushing. I mean, I guess I guess when you're a hammer, <laughs> so everything looks like a nail. But mm-hmm. can you imagine like some of the mechanics that are in video games being translated to their movie counterparts? Like how boring <laughs> that movie would be. <laughs> Watch, watching a whole bunch of pu- uh, you know uh, the prince just do a whole bunch of puzzles and oh I, I died okay let's go back real quick or like the new like Uncharted movie when it comes out you just there's half the movie is just like climbing up a cliffside yeah like <laughs> and then missing the jump and then dying <laughs> terribly or he's just like blind firing and missing everything and like reloading. He's like like he's like reloading after every shot. I feel like that would be that would be how you would translate a video game character to film version. That'd be very accurate of my character. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no, almost out. Reload. He- yeah, I'm picturing Tom Holland like hunkered down behind like this ancient ruin, just like dropping mags left and right. Like <laughs> this belt-fed machine gun only has 198 rounds left. I don't think that's enough for this next room. Yep. <laughs> well, you've already mentioned uh, Toby Maguire and now Tom Holland. When you guys brought up this topic, like it's not directly related as like two different types of media but i've always thought like what yeah, would happen like if you put series yeah. like that works too or yeah. like i was thinking like how what would happen if you took a spider-man like say like toby mcguire spider-man or andrew garfield's and put them in the current version of the mcu oh. like i can't imagine andrew garfield being like i don't feel so good <laughs> yeah <laughs> You know Toby Maguire can cry on command. Like he would nail that scene still. <sighs> yeah, yeah. That's... yeah, I don't think those older versions of Spider-Man would really work in the MCU. They wouldn't have the same emotional impact. Well, first I feel of like all... you really like care for him because he's still a teenager. Well, that's the thing. Like, first of all, the first two Spider-Man were actors were old enough that like you can't believe that they'd be in high school. So that yeah. one, awkward, that's a like, topic. Hello, fellow children. <laughs> <laughs> I am in high school. Hello, fellow young people. Oh God! Now I'm picturing Tobey Maguire like in doing the high school scenes for the MCU movies, and it's <laughs> it's like scarring my brain. Who brought the chaperone? Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And why does his hair look like that? Now I'm curious. Oh, this Toby Maguire. That's what I was just about to look up. Uh, <laughs> He's 45. So he would have been... 2002 uh, was the first one. Okay, so... It's not that much different than Tom Holland. Just Tom Holland has a much younger looking face. Yes, Tom Holland actually looks like a child. Actually, Tom Holland might be slightly older. Nah, it's about the same. He's 24 now. No, he would have been 21 when yeah. 
Homecoming so came out. That's not a ton of difference. He just has a very young face. Though I also think Tom Holland is shorter than every other Spider-Man so far. I believe that's true. I guess we'll find out in Spider-Man 3 when they're all back. <laughs> yes. Actually, yeah. That's... But let's not get into WandaVision spoilers. <laughs> uh, you don't have have to have seen either version of this to understand. But what if you switch Hercules via The Rock with horrible 90s TV show Hercules? Uh, <laughs> um, oh, in this I universe, do I, know that, do I know that Kevin Sorbo is a piece of shit or no? <laughs> uh He's not a piece of shit. It's still a 90 <laughs> where he's not known to be a piece of shit yet. Oh, so okay. basically he's just known to be disappointed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like imagining The Rock in 90s crappy TV show where he is three times the size of everybody else on screen. I... I mean, and when Kevin Sorbo's like he was in shape, but he was never like Hercules in shape. Oh yeah, no the the definition of in shape has changed since the nineties. I feel like you'd have a, a pretty massive uptick in like erotic fanfics of Lucy Lawless and The Rock. Just like <laughs> that seems oh, like a God, match made yeah. in heaven. Yeah, they should do a movie together. That would be pretty fun. Like, if they were all, like, all of that, like, in their prime from all of those eras, just, yep, that's a movie that should have happened. (laughs) Nick, when you first started saying, um, talking about Hercules, and then you said, compared to the horrible, and I was like, you bet to call the Disney animated movie horrible? That's what I did, too, and I was... (laughs) Ready to fight. <laughs> but now I want to see a rock in the animated Hercules movie. Oh my gosh. That would be... F- I would watch that. Like Space Jam. He's the only live action character. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, that's a fun thought. Now I'm thinking... The, the Rock hasn't been in a movie with Danny DeVito, has he? Mm, nothing immediately comes to mind. I mean, not yet, but we could sponsor one. (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh, you know, ignore that part where The Rock is, I think, still the highest paid or, like, highest grossing actor or something. Oh, small, small Jumanji 2. Oh, yeah. Wait, is Danny DeVito in Jumanji 2? Yeah. Who is he? He's uh, one of the um, grandparents of one of the kids, and he gets sucked in. To the game with him and his old friend who have had a falling out. Who's played by Danny Glover, I believe. Though, now that you mentioned that, that makes the first Jumanji movie a lot different. When the kids out pops the rock and he's like, we got to survive in the jungle. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he was in that. Okay. Uh, the last time I watched Jumanji two, um, it was at, it was like long after they've been in the game. 
I think I even own that movie, which is sad that I don't know that, but oh well. That's pretty fun. <laughs> so, speaking of crossover between different universes, is there is there a, like an actual Jumanji board game that you could buy if yep. you wanted to? I've always kind of wondered. I mean, I could probably just Google yeah. that. I but... own I own it. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't look as nice as the the movie, but I I I has it. I have yet to be sucked into the game. <laughs> right? Well, just not worth it. Then. Joke's on you. This is the game. 2020. That's that's it. That's the game. We've all oh, been sucked. Though, <laughs> if, if not in a good way. If the uh, <laughs> if if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and we all shout Jumanji, maybe we'll get out of this timeline we glitched okay. into when they won last year. Until we win next year, and then it just starts all over again. No. <laughs> Um, no, hey, so I'm actually perusing um, Netflix. Um, I've got one that's probably not going to get much of a discussion at all. Um, <laughs> and then I've got one that actually um, might be interesting. So the first one is, what if Mario switched places with himself? Because in 1989, they came out with uh, an animated series for... Oh, a live yeah. action movie. Yeah, that's, that's where I was, was going. going. I was like, a well. movie. Uh, um, so the interesting thing is there's a uh, it's it it was made for kids. Like you can tell it was made for kids. Um, but like to begin and end the show, they do actually have a couple of plumbers that, that are living in I think it's New York. Um and you know, they have like a really small you know, sort of five or ten, you know, five minute little skit at the beginning and the end. Um, and then the rest of it is animated. Um, and if you switched Mario, the, either one of them, really, if you switch the if you switch the animated Mario in the show with any of the video game characters, um, I'll tell you what you will have. You'd have a lot more fucking audio. <laughs> God damn, I I. I think I've said it more than once on this podcast that having a main character that doesn't say anything or like doesn't actually say anything just ticks me off. <laughs> so you <Nope>. hate Link? <laughs> yes, I, 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 and and it's hard to play a lot of Mario games, and I believe it or not, that's the my least favorite part about Pokemon. It, and that's the one thing that I don't like about Persona right now. They have a voice actor for the main character and the only time you ever hear him i've heard him say one thing in one actual real cutscene, and then every time i save he says something that's it what is the okay anyways so <laughs> is it because these are all like japanese based games that Maybe, does seem I don't to be know. yeah more common probably or is it because brandon can't read <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Um, so the other one is um, I don't know if you guys have seen the animated um, Jurassic Park series. I didn't know that existed. Nope. Only one so there's the like dogs. there's there, yeah. it's it's really really good. Is that sarcasm or are you being serious? No, it's really really good. You should watch it. Okay. Um, basically. Um, think, um, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but the prize is 
going to Jurassic Park, or I, I think they call it Jurassic World. I was going to say, is it based on the old trilogy or the new trilogy? Uh, the 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 new one. Okay, that makes I mean, sense. They're all kind of in the same universe, right? But it, they, you can kind of tell that it's based on the newer one. Yeah. Um. So, like, so it's like, yeah, it's like six kids from several different walks of life. Um, you know, are going to the, you know, Jurassic World to, to take a visit before it really opens to the public, and um, you know, things that happen at Jurassic Park happen at Jurassic Park. Um, well, after six previews of the park that all go horribly awry, <laughs> I even have the new trilogy. <laughs> Um, but it's just a bunch of kids trying to survive in the jungle, basically, until they can get rescued. Um, they don't end up making the final, uh, you know, the final ship to get out to, and so they um, uh, have to, sur- you know, survive for an un, you know, an unknown amount of time until somebody can come get them, or they can figure out a way off the island, or or whatever. Um, and it'd be really interesting to, to change that cast with like the cast of, or like the people that you see in the movies. Um, cause honestly they make a lot better decisions in the, in the TV series than they do in the, in the movies. I, I was going to say somehow this is, this is like kickstarted my brain into thinking of like an anime version of Jurassic, like I'm thinking of this crossover, and like not only am I changing medias now, but I'm like, let's just go full genre swap and or like full art style swap. And now I'm picturing like Chris Pratt, like I, I don't know why, but he's just like shooting a Kamehameha at a T Rex, and I'm like, yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you have to do a Sailor Moon transformation dance first. Yes, um, <laughs> he's got to spin around. To be honest, um, Tyler, as soon as you said Kickstarter, I tuned out. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't tune Tyler? in? Did, did, that you, did you tune out or did you start getting the meat sweats thinking about a Kickstarter? <laughs> Kickstarter would be more than one thing. If you, if you want to see somebody shoot a Kamehameha at a T-Rex, then just watch Dragon Ball, like the original I, Dragon Ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's he literally, true. He literally... To, he he to, to survive in the wild at one point he literally just finds a t-rex and then just starts and slices off parts of his tail to eat <laughs> so the jurassic park discussion made me think of another one what if you switched the t-rex from jurassic park with the t-rex from toy story <laughs> <laughs> So one becomes a horror and one becomes a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine, like, Jeff Goldblum and the kids, like, hiding in those Jeeps and you just hear this, doon, doon, and then just the T-Rex pops up. It's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this idea, Jared, because the lo- the quote-unquote live T-Rex that is now in the 
Toy Story universe has to abide by the toys rules. So anytime <laughs> a person comes by, it just has to lay down. <laughs> Where did this giant thing come from? See, I took that in a totally different direction, and I was just like, it's like, yeah, in the in the Jurassic Park universe, we've got this cute little toy dinosaur, uh, and in the Toy Story universe, oh, oh god, Andy's whole family has been eaten by a T-Rex, <laughs> and that's the movie. It's <laughs> like, uh, yeah. wow. <laughs> They only get eaten if Andy plays with him that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, j- just stand still. He can't see you. You know that's a totally erroneous assumption. Yeah, like I don't know why that was a thing. There's no animal ever that works that way. I think it was based on like a like a a, a, a skull scan done of a T Rex skull a long time ago, and people were like, "Oh, well." The brain has to be this shape, which means this area that governs vision has to be this small, which means it's not very sophisticated, which means if you stand still, a T-Rex can't see you, which is stupid. (laughs) There is no eye cell in any phylum that works that way. No. Well, next time I see a T-Rex, I'll try it out and let you guys know how it worked. Um, If it's a little tiny green T-Rex that is chasing you and making giant thunderous footsteps versus a giant T-Rex pretending it's not a sentient thing. Uh, Jared, since you did that, um, I, I, like I said, I'm on Netflix just kind of perusing to kind of, you know, for creative juices. What if uh, the school bus was switched or the bus was switched from the magic school bus and uh, speed. I was gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Grizzle, why are we driving so fast? We can't go under 50 miles an hour. I was gonna say, does Miss Frizzle go with the bus or does she stay behind? I, I kind of like the idea of Keanu Reeves going on magical learning adventures. I, now. Yeah, I like to imagine he's just the teacher now. <laughs> like, <laughs> if this bus doesn't go any faster, we can't learn. Miss <laughs> Frizzle, why are you driving towards that government building so fast? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a, an easy one. You swap Aang from the movie that doesn't exist mm-hmm. with the Aang from the cartoon. The show gets canceled after one season. <laughs> they don't even come back from winter break. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you make it past that first episode. Oh. Like, what kind of stupid name is Ong? <laughs> <laughs> the source material is right there. So, I saw that movie um, before I had seen any of the animated series. But now that I've watched all of the sh- animated show, like I kind of want to go back and just relive all of the anger that you guys were experiencing when I watched it with you. Well, yeah, I mean, you could, you could, you could find all the anger in one scene, and that's when the uh, Ang frees the Earthbenders. Earthbenders. Like and in it the takes... middle of a giant <laughs> canyon, right? And it takes six. Air... It takes six. It takes six earthbenders to throw one pebble. <laughs> no, there are eight of them, 
and the eight are lifting it, and the ninth one is the one who flings it. Oh, right. Wow. And it is a rock sized such that like you could just discus it at somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a normal person could pick it up and throw it with more force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. Honestly, honestly, I mean, we're, this is way off the rails, but honestly, that movie would have been so much better if they could have, I mean, it was the, the, the bending was the the animation for the bending in the movie was just so slow it took yes. so long for anyone to do anything and that i mean that's the worst part of the movie <laughs> i could have gotten past every other part but that was that was no i can't no i couldn't no i can't get past that well and especially because you know, like one of my least... one of my uh, uh observations from watching this show is just how like creative they were with how they used their bending. Mm-hmm. And so I can imagine like if they already the animation was poor in the movie, then I'm sure they weren't even that creative. They're like, oh, pick up rock, throw rock. Rock hurt. <laughs> you know those animes where they announce all of their attacks as like full sentences? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that takes less time than bending did in the live action movie. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, it's so true. Um, Though if you put Cartoon Aang in the movie, they, he doesn't need to know any of the other bending styles. Right. No, he, he could he could defeat them all with airbending. Like. I remember something about, like, M. Night Shyamalan thought it was overpowered that the firebenders could bend fire without a fire source. Mm-hmm. And like the creators are like, yeah, that's the point. Mm-hmm. Now, I kind of liked that change with the caveat later on that like, you know, some really powerful firebenders can make, can, you know, make fire with their chi. Had they capitalized on that better, I would, I would forgive that. But because it's just another down note in a movie of suck. I hate it. <laughs> we re- we could really do a whole podcast about this movie and how awful it is. I was going to say, I feel like we, we almost, I feel like we had an episode a while back where we got to just lay into it for a while. So yeah, it's, I have no doubt that we could fill a whole podcast with it. Well, and it won't be the last. <laughs> <laughs> nope. What if you put Detective Pikachu in the anime? I would watch that. Well, yeah. you would be watching Digimon. That's what you'd be watching. <laughs> Fair enough. We should. Have, we need to have a Digimon episode. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Um, yeah, Detective Pikachu in the anime would be very. Yeah, like so, like Meowth, but not bad, and also a lot more sassy. Yeah, I, I kind of think like you're gaining a lot in the anime from having Detective Pikachu. Yeah, and I—I I mean, you'd have to get a little bit more creative with the movie, but I really don't think that you're going to lose a lot. Like, you know, you—it would be more for young kids. Like, I think Detective Pikachu is kind of a. 
I don't want to call it an adult movie, but definitely a an older kid movie. Like you wouldn't necessarily want your, you know, six or eight year old watching Detective Pikachu necessarily. Like it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of got dark stuff to it. Um, it. It was made for those of us who grew up with Pokemon more. Than right. Pokemon right. Audience. So. So, you know, you would have a much, much more kid friendly Detective Pikachu with anime Pikachu in it. And there would be a, some fun of Meowth and Pikachu, like trying to have a battle of wits. Yeah, because uh, both of them are pretty stupid. So uh, I I think there's a lot to gain from this. I, I think uh, the Pokemon Company should write us a check for giving them this idea. <laughs> I mean, speaking of uh, series that would have a lot to gain from swapping animation and live action, I mean, we all know that if you swapped animated Batman with live action Batman, you'd be gaining nipples on the bat suit in the animated universe, which is just a crucial, <laughs> you know, detail. You'd have to have that. So, oh sweet Jesus! <laughs> I thought of that earlier, but it was more of just switching like George Clooney's Batman with Christian Bale's Batman. Yeah, and like how ridiculous, like how amazing Heath Ledger was as Joker, and then like you just have George Clooney, like I'll solve this with the Bat credit card, and (laughs) oh, (laughs) was so dumb. (laughs) The worst product placement ever. But I'll be honest, at least the suit still would fit in uh, Chris Nolan's Batman. But if you put Adam West into the more ma- modern Batman. That's oh, a better his, one. Uh, Pow! His, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, but then I, what? What about what about putting Arkham, like the Arkham trilogy Batman, into the Adam West Batman? See, I was almost <laughs> gonna go the other way. Like now, I kind of want an Adam West video game. Uh, where <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like you could do a really the, the comic same book setting stylized. of Arkham Asylum. Yeah, <laughs> the exact same setting, but then like all of his antics, and you're like, um, this is some like really dark shit, and he's just like, bam, pow, wow, <laughs> <laughs> like he's actually a mental patient in the asylum, like that's the whole <laughs> point of the game. Oh gosh, <laughs> he, he's crouching up on a gargoyle and see, oh, come here, do gooders, I'm gonna bop you in the face. Yeah, Adam West would still win every fight. In the modern era, he would just look completely out of place. Yeah. yeah. These hyper, like, detailed, super ripped dudes, and then eh, regular old dad bot Adam West in a tight suit. Here you go. I, but Robin, I, get the shark repellent. <laughs> like, honestly, could you I imagine kind of the like flip this side idea of that? Now. Like, could you imagine, like, you know, the video game Batman or the Christian Bale Batman going to the Adam West universe and all these villains who are like, just looks like they just, them. just put on like a mask over their head. Like I am super unqualified for this and like <laughs> beating the shit out of them and like knocking them unconscious. And so, so what Batman does most of the time, like how he beats up low level informants, but then treats the Joker with kid gloves. Yeah, but like those villains in the Adam West, they're not expecting to get like 
almost murdered with <laughs> right. high tech weaponry. And... I'm not wearing hockey pads. I am a god, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> you know what I really like about this discussion? At first, you're like, oh, God, this is a horrible idea. But nothing changes for Batman in any of these situations. <laughs> he's always yeah. just... <laughs> He's like insane and beating people up. Oh gosh. <laughs> my name's Batman and I don't kill. Yeah, but you shattered my spine. <laughs> You'd have done me a mercy if you killed me. I, and I, here's one. I don't know if anybody will be able to weigh in on this, this or not, but another crossover I'd kind of like to see is I, I would still like to see a Hitman movie made with the Hitman from the games. Like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, Timothy Oliphant play the role in the games, but I still feel like they've never really made a decent Hitman movie ever. And well, I feel like they would just only made need... the one attempt. Oh, uh, they've done uh, so. They did the. They had that original, and then they had the other one. I I can't remember who the actor was, but it was like they did that really re- like the pretty recent one. Um, Agent Forty Seven. Yeah, Agent Forty Seven. Uh, it was Rupert Friend. I yeah. was. I didn't even know about that one. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, so that one. I've only seen like scenes from and enough to know that as per usual, it just went like in the very much kind of generic action movie direction and no, basically no actor that they've gotten has managed to capture the, the essence of the game hitman like at all. Like, He's not like neither the humor, kind of the like the oddly like dark sense of humor that the in-game hitman has, and then like nor his kind of actual, I guess the sense of kind of like intellect and ruthlessness that he actually has. Like they're just kind of action movie stars. I feel like in the holy shit, so that's one. They I'd should like just take the voice actor and make I, him the live I, action one. Well, see, I'd settle for that. Like, a big part of it is the voice. And I'm just like, and they just can't, you know, it's like Agent 47. And he looks just like him. Voice. Oh, does he really? I'll have to. He's like completely bald. And like, it's like, you know, some like modern games, they just basically model the voice actor to put them in the game. But like, it's oh. like they did that. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, there you go. That's That's what would happen. So, yep, prime <laughs> candidate for I, game movie crossover. I hope they still have a scene where he just chucks a briefcase across the room and nails his target in the face. Or like the rubber ducks, like exploding rubber ducks. I, maybe that even is in the new movie. Like I said, I should probably watch it before completely discrediting it. But I just, from what I saw of it, I was not, it, they're just not getting it right so far, in my opinion. But... Um, so that's one I'd like. Can to we see. go back? Can we go back to Batman for a second? I just thought of something. Yeah, you can always go back. Um, to Batman. Adam West Batman switches uh, Adam West uh, Catman from uh, um, Fairly Odd Parents. I don't think anything changes there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, neither. I don't think Adam West has been anything other than Adam West. You just put him in different clothes. 
Yeah, I think my favorite version of Adam West is Family Guy Adam West. <laughs> See, now I'm imagining a live-action version of that mayor running around acting like Batman, and it still is the same, so yeah. <laughs> Has anyone seen the most recent Peter Pan offering? I think it was just called Pan. I don't think so. When was this? Uh, like 2015, probably. Oh, no. I like how they're at least keeping consistent with their one word titles. You know, you've got like hook and then pan and then. <laughs> but I think Bell. Hugh Jackman was hook <laughs> in the last movie. Huh. What? I, I don't know if anyone. Yeah, I guess it's not worth talking about since I haven't seen it either. I just I just know there's a scene in it where they're singing Nirvana. Smells like teen spirit. <laughs> that doesn't even look like Hugh Jackman as Blackbeard. Yeah, because they shaved his head. Yeah. But like not for the entire movie. He has a weird uh, like James Franco haircut at the beginning. Like, I don't know. I don't know anything about this movie. I just I know those three things that I've said and that's it. (laughs) So I guess uh, when you think about it, Maleficent was their first live action remake for Disney, wasn't it? And that was. No, I think Cinderella was the first. Yeah, I think I think even Beauty and the Beast came out before Maleficent. No, Beauty and the Beast was 2017. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was either Cinderella or Maleficent. Even though the only Cinderella that matters is the one with Brandy and Whitney Houston, which will be on Disney Plus this coming Friday. I'm so excited. Woo! (laughs) Hold all my calls. I will be watching it. (laughs) (laughs) So I just thought of another one that I don't... Again, this is one that... I don't know if anybody else has played Monster Hunter World or not, but... I first of all, I'm just I'm still flabbergasted that they're even making a Monster Hunter World movie. I mean, first I of all, it already, that's, it already, it already well, came out. Ma- yeah, make made. I guess I should say making they made and it came out. But I I just like I envision swapping those characters, and now I can't get the like the mental image of just like Mia Jovovich like gorging herself on it like a five course meal before every single hunt like they do in the game <laughs> it's like I, I, I honestly yeah. Yeah, i should check that one out because i think they i i don't know if they made an attempt to have like the animated like palico like cat things but i feel like they did retain that for the movie but i'm definitely gonna have that's to check what i was that just about out. to ask because like what's even the point then yeah, I know, right? Like it's got to have the palicos. So, um, here's here's a funny thought. Um, what if you took any Disney movie or any animated Disney movie and um, had it on ice? Like the animated <laughs> movie is on ice. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think historically that worked out well for them. <laughs> I mean, the, the Little Mermaid would probably be very different. 
<laughs> it would probably be more dark like the source material. <laughs> Sebastian starts singing under the sea and freezes yeah, like, halfway through. Un- under the sea. Now I can't breathe. <laughs> you know, sea. you know, you know what would have fixed all of that if they wouldn't have frozen if Ariel had just shared their her door with them. Because you know she's probably got one. Her door. That's door. a Titanic tie-in. Thank, oh. thank you. <laughs> I, when you said door, for some reason, I went to Kingdom Hearts, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> the DTD. See, I went straight to like D&D. I was like, Dimension Door? I mean, or something. I was like, oh, I mean, I guess... <laughs> Although I guess the DTD is actually uh, referenced in the second one. Second Kingdom Hearts. So you probably don't actually know what that means. Was there any successful Disney on Ice productions? Uh, I mean, I think they've had its limited success. Like it, The gimmick is hot for a while, and then it fizzles out very suddenly. There's supposed to be one in your area, but then they all got COVID. Yeah, there was one going around... Um, right before COVID. I think it was actually doing pretty decently. It, it came here, and I know it sold out. Well, I mean, it was supposed oh, to resume, like, this week, and then they had, like, one show and then canceled the rest of the weekend because of an outbreak. <laughs> I guess it was Moana on ice, which, that just doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can get a little more of the flow of just kind of, like, being on the water. Like, it seems more yeah. natural. They can just kind of float around the ice, but yeah, it's why it's just something for them to do during the winter months. Yeah. And it's like a family fun thing. Sorry. I was just looking at the, uh, original source material for little mermaid and trying to decide if her being frozen would be a better fate than like turning into sea foam, like the original Hans Christian Anderson stuff. Oh, God. Yeah, it's pretty dark. Well, freezing to death would probably be a preferable end versus the book ending. What's this for? So how the Little Mermaid works in the book, she sells her, her soul to the sea witch. And it's like, all right, if you can make uh, What's-His-Face fall in love with you, everything will be okay. Uh, like, you just can't talk to him. But because she refuses to force him to fall in love with her, mm-hmm. she just completely disintegrates into sea foam. But, like, the mm. transformation is the fish t- tail body getting split in two to make legs. And, like, it is described as being as painful as it possibly sounds. Yep. She feels the full effect of the transformation. And on top of that, the prince was a dick. Yeah. (laughs) And I think her soul goes to purgatory afterward. I don't remember that in the Disney movie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, purgatory seems like a little too happy of an ending for that. The Little Mermaid Escape from Hell, the sequel you never saw. <laughs> Starring Nick Cage as yeah. The Little Mermaid. 
I would she, absolutely add that to my collection. She escapes from hell and becomes the mermaid from Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> which is pure nightmare fuel. Although, like, uh, in this version, what's his face from Hunchback? The uh, Quasimodo? No, yeah. the bad guy. Uh, Frollo? Oh. Yeah, the guy that's like singing, like, I'm so horny for you if you burn my advances, I will send your soul to hell because I am part of the Catholic Church and I have that power. Oh, yeah. Um, switching the mermaids uh, between um, Little Mermaid and uh, Pirates of the Caribbean would be kind of fun, too. <laughs> so really just on land, she'd just bring him down to her. I was going to say, really just any putting any, like, realistic not realistic but like typical like interpretation of mermaids into the little mermaid would be entertaining because their goal is to like lure sailors and then just drown them there was like a live action drama um tv show you know like i don't remember what that's called but like they would turn into mermaids if they got in the water or got wet They'd like start scaling up or something. Uh, Are you thinking of the Disney Channel movie Thirteenth Year? Yeah. <laughs> so that there, there's that one as well, but there is actually like a TV show, like a mermaid TV. Or show. are you thinking oh. of the Tom Hanks movie? Wow. Yeah. Sidebar. That's a movie I was too young to watch when I first watched it. Um, Which one? The Tom Hanks one? Yes, yeah, Splash. I think it's called. Um, the one that's, uh, from 2006, I think this is the one that I've, I'd seen. It's called H2O Just Add Water. Okay. Cause like both movies I just mentioned have that as a plot point. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's this one, um, Mako Island of Secrets looks like it's kind of similar to it's on Netflix from 2013. You could put a Ariel in Goblet of Fire. Um, when they do the underwater scene. No, oh, gee. Well, she would have been easy. Well, wait, would, would she be, would you be able to understand Ariel under the water, though? Is the question. In the, by yeah, the, but by she the would waste her 30 minutes with a song. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be too busy. Oh, look at all these things the students have dropped in the, in the lake over the years. <laughs> Oh, you're looking for your friend. That was an hour ago. I'm so sorry. They're dead. Though her interactions with Harry would be a lot more appropriate than Moaning Myrtle's interactions with Harry. Oh, I was going to say Myrtle would be so jelly. It makes it worse when you realize the actress for Moaning Myrtle is like 47. (laughs) Makeup, man. It's not even really makeup. She just is kind of tiny. Mm-hmm. But like Moaning Myrtle is a very rapey ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no, I'm not I'm not going there. I am not going there. Nope. <laughs> not touching it. Moving on. Yeah, don't do it. Oh, H2O was a Nickelodeon show. Not Disney. That's what I thought. I, I, I want to say I'd heard that name before. Yeah, if only Ariel knew she just had to wait 30 years for a boy mermaid to show up. (laughs) 
The only thing I can think of anymore are, are comic book related. Switching, switching the video game version of Scott Pilgrim with the movie version of Scott Pilgrim, which would actually work out better for the video game version because he, even though Scott's a loser in both iterations, the <laughs> book game version he's a lot more capable from the outset whereas movie version scott kind of has to be you know pushed along for the first half of the movie which is fine it still works wasn't the video game based a little bit more off of the graphic novel yes because i just played through and while it had some of those set pieces it seemed like a lot of the references they were making were not from the movie. Yeah, yeah, the game is a lot more closely related to the um, books. Especially when I read like, the graphic they... novel, I thought the it followed the movie pretty well because I read the the novel first, the second, saw the movie first. They they cut out a lot of stuff, like in the in the books. This is a spoiler, but these books came out like. 10 years ago, I think, at this point, so it's fine. Um, like, Roxy... Like, Roxy, I think, is the only ex that doesn't actually, like, you know, die or disappear or go away. Like, um, at one point, when Scott and Ramona break up, I think Ram... I know. I think Scott goes to stay with her for a little bit because all of, like he has a, he has a big falling out with all of his friends, and so she's, like, his last... Like I, he's like you know I just know you you're the only person left can can I sleep on your couch and she's like yeah that's fine <laughs> but yeah there's a lot of like other like character development and stuff that they left out of the movie which oh sure understandable um, mm-hmm. and the last book wasn't even written when they filmed it <laughs> yeah Gideon the fight with Gideon is a lot more like self reflective in the sure. in the books than it is in the movie even though know, they they did a good job of making it that way. You know, I was thinking, like, what if you swap the Superman uh, from the comics or the cartoons with the most recent rendition of Superman? But they've already had that as just fascist Superman. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like Red Sun Superman. No, because Red Sun Superman is still objectively a good guy. And um, the story. Which one? Or is that? No, it's not Kingdom Come. Which is the one where he's kind of an overlord? Uh, he's an overlord in uh, Injustice. That's probably the most. Yeah, that's the most recent. But there's another comic arc where, or maybe it's not that he's the bad guy, but he's like the the tool that the bad guy uses to stay in power. I that yeah. a little bit more in line with Red Sun, but. If I remember right, the ending of Red Sun is still Superman does good. Yeah, he he breaks away and does the right thing in the end. Man, I can't remember. I feel like that like Alan Moore did a series of comics or something. Oh, it was a uh, probably uh, Batman Dark... Returns or whatever. Yeah, The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then in that one, I think it's questionable if Superman's the bad guy necessarily. Like from Batman's point of view, he is, but there's like other stuff in the comic. That's like, like you can at least look at me like, okay, maybe Batman is wrong. Cause that version of Batman is very, you know, jaded and right. Um, his perceptions are warped by, you know, his life of crime fighting and 
all that. And Superman was just essentially a full-time U.S. soldier. Yeah, that's. Yes. I guess that's kind of what I was. Yeah, getting it. So it's kind of. Uh, what Justice League kind of did a couple of episodes with Superman in the black suit, where he's just Overlord. I don't remember where that comes from, though. Speaking of Justice League, who's uh, watching the four-hour Snyder, Snyder cut on in mid-March? <laughs> <laughs> I I'm going to watch it knowing that it's probably still going to be bad. Like, I, I'm excited for it to come out so people can be like, oh, he just sucks at telling stories. Or he doesn't he even does, understand Watchmen. Or he doesn't have yeah. source material. To, okay, I will say, though, for Watchmen, I like that he updated the ending. And so yeah. it was that our yeah, super that's weapon right. being used against. That's fine. But I, yeah. yeah, I think that's my thing with that. Is like honestly, that's that's one example where like maybe he doesn't understand a lot of the like a lot of the political and philosophical like intricacies of the original comic, but in a lot of ways, at least as far as it being like an approachable narrative, I actually almost prefer his version. So that's the one movie. I'll give him some slack on that. I like I like Watchmen quite a bit. Well, everything he does is like the only because he makes Warshock like the good guy of Watchmen. And there is no world. There is no world in which that should be true. Does he or is it just the I mean, he does make him a little more. He's a little more likable for sure give you that like you can but you can kind Warshock of is is the hero for that movie the movie begins because of Warshock and it's already like he already succeeded in his task of revealing everything he but whether or not he's that's a good in... thing is kind of thrown into question I guess I would say yeah he's it's... he's only the hero in the sense that he gets things going but in terms of like how we're supposed to view his actions at the end of the movie, it's very much you're supposed to be like, oh, poor Rorschach, like he was the good guy because ah. his death scene is is supposed to be traumatic to the viewer. You're supposed to disagree with that action. Uh, I mean, that's not how I took it, I guess. But because everyone I is like, no, Rorschach, why why did you kill him? Well, I mean, I've it's clear why he killed him. Like Rorschach was going to spill the beans. <laughs> so yeah, replacing, replacing book version of Rorschach with movie version of Rorschach or movie with book. Yeah. He would be even more fascist and like <laughs> extreme. <laughs> was it Rorschach a little racist too? Or at least no, he's a straight up white supremacist. Yep. He's yeah. a neo-Nazi. Yep. He's basically That's a neo-Nazi. In the- and that's basically Look. the character that uh, Zack Snyder agreed with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when you, when you realize like that. that, well, when you realize that, that's how all of his movies are. Like what he agrees with is not where you want to be on that spectrum. That's that's fair. What about what about three hundred? That, that, that's that's pretty. That one might be in the clear. What 
white guys are really strong and cool and foreign <laughs> people are like evil and ugly. Yeah, there were a lot of bads. I for, I always forget how they portrayed the Persians in that one, but I kind of well, maybe not yeah, even all the Persians, but like the upper echelon ones. Like, uh, yeah, that's even the king. Like, all like he's them. supposed to be disfigured because of all of the tattoos and piercings mm-hmm. on his face. Like, yeah, that's Zack Snyder's worldview. Yeah. Like I, I enjoyed Three Hundred for being a stupid action film, but that is still his yeah. worldview. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't watched Three Hundred in so long. Probably, for and like reason. that's that's how Superman works. Like people with power need to be in charge of everyone else, and like Superman just needs to suck it up and kill people. Uh huh. Yeah, the Snyder Cut's probably gonna suck. And then we can all just go back to agreeing that Zack Snyder just doesn't make great movies. <laughs> Come for the fun media swaps and stay for the Zack Snyder bashing. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a hot take or if that's just one we always have in the fridge ready to go whenever it needs to be warmed up. That one and Avatar. <laughs> I think they're burnt. <laughs> Which, uh, have you guys seen Sucker Punch? Yes. Yeah. Like, that was a movie he made for his daughter. Like, that's what he thinks a good woman should be. Yeah, Sucker Punch was pretty weird. (laughs) Like, I overall kind of enjoyed that as a, a movie where, like, hey, at least the visuals and stuff are interesting. But when you really think about the story, that's not a good story. <laughs> yeah, it definitely didn't accomplish if that if if empowerment was your goal, that's not really what you take away from that movie, or at least I didn't. I'm pretty sure that was his explicit purpose of making it. It's like I wanted a female empowerment movie for my yeah. newly born daughter, <laughs> and this is what he came up with. <laughs> <laughs> Will I show her Wonder Woman or Sucker Punch? Hmm tough choice yeah he doesn't even understand wonder woman like why at the end of justice league does uh not justice league uh batman versus superman when uh doomsday shows up wonder woman has the same power set as superman give her the spear yeah that's true yeah they among other things with that movie, they did not do a good job of establishing why Wonder Woman was not at her full strength. Ooh, but no, actually, now that I think about it, the the, the individual Wonder Woman movies, though, kind of poke holes in that, too. In her strength? In or... her power set, yeah. Like, they're gonna, whatever happens in Wonder Woman 3, they're gonna have to explain why, at least when she shows up in Justice League, she's kind of stepped back a little bit. Or, or why her powers have kind of toned down because she can't fly in justice league no and like though it makes it weird because wonder woman 84 is where she learns to fly Uh at the end so why she doesn't ever after that is weird but even if she can't fly she still has the super lateral jump ice skating moves like that would have served the same purpose. <laughs> the the power slide. Uh, Doomsday wasn't in the air when they needed to stab him with the spear. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I guess that's getting off topic for more Zack Snyder bashing. <laughs> I was going to say, I was trying to come up with another example of uh, like another crossover. The only thing that keeps coming to mind, like for some reason, I know it's not a direct crossover, but I can't stop thinking about how if like King Kong versus Godzilla coming out, like what if you swapped in another Kong and you had like Donkey Kong versus Godzilla or (laughs) (laughs) or Lanky Kong versus (laughs) Godzilla like like normal size Donkey Kong or would he get a size upgrade you know either way I feel like it could be kind of an interesting movie I'd watch it (laughs) Donkey Kong versus Bowser (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) <laughs> he just throws barrels and and Kong or Godzilla steps on one and just slips. <laughs> Breaks a hip and like, I'm too old for this. <laughs> and actually yeah. Yeah, Nintendo is just sleeping on this man. Yeah, they need to have like a, a DK versus Bowser uh yeah, game tie-in event here, I think. What about the Mutant Ninja Turtles from the 90s polyester suit with any of the cartoon versions. You know, I was thinking about bringing that up, too. And besides, like, the animation style, I mean, like, the the ideas are still the same. Like, the, the, the characters are pretty true. Yeah, they're pretty much dumb teenagers. Like, let's go fight. So, And now that we fought, we're hungry. Pizza time. Oh, that makes me nostalgic for arcades, which you can't go to now because <laughs> pandemic. Oh, <laughs> wasn't the oh that reminds me. With you replace Jim Carrey's The Mask with the original comic book The Mask, that's a completely different movie because the comic book version of The Mask is basically a mass murderer. <laughs> a mask murderer just in the episode right there <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> I was thinking about wrapping it up soon if you guys um, were had nothing else nothing else to discuss nope let's put a condom on it wow oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> well you said wrap it up well that's true we're just um, finishing now. We're not getting started. <laughs> uh, Practicing safe podcasting. This was just a foreplay. Um, uh, Jared, where can the listeners find us to tell us about ideas they have for swaps? Facebook, Small Constellation Podcast. Twitter, at SmallConPod. YouTube, Small Constellation Gaming. And those are probably the three we check. You, there's a Gmail, but just go through social media. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's all, folks. Um, Copyright. <laughs> what else do you want me to say? What if Spider Pig <laughs> picked a spot of Porky the Pig? <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say Spider Pig from The Simpsons and Spider Ham from Spider Verse. <laughs> That'd be pretty good too. That would that would make the Simpsons movie a lot more entertaining. I said what I said. Oh 
Oh, snap. I mean, the Simpsons movie is kind of bland. Yeah. <laughs> when it first hit Hulu, that was my, uh, oh, I need something to put on while I fall asleep. Simpsons movie. <laughs> All right, Tyler, uh, take us out. I'm too busy keeping this bus going over 30, 55 miles an hour or whatever. <laughs> I can't <laughs> tell people goodbye. Come on, bus. Do your stuff. And then we got to go see the stomach and the kidneys. Girl, that's a booty hole. <laughs> tell me y'all have seen that. If not, I'll send it to the group chat. Yeah, how do we get the rewrites started now for the a Magic School Bus live-action movie so we can have Keanu Reeves be the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch Keanu Reeves for his movie.